All right, what up, everybody? What's up, everyone out in Internet land? Okay, now i got to figure out how to log into this because the password was not saved, apparently. Um, I'm, I, I was supposed to do e-open mic uh, last night and didn't I feel a little bit bad about that. Um, I kind of lost track of it, to be honest. Um, I was, I actually thought I was supposed to do a live stream and then all of a sudden it snuck up on me and it's actually time for E-Open Mic again. So, but, um, I'm, I'm pursuing a little bit of a different angle on E-Open Mic now. I'm trying to mix it up and have some, some of the events will be me just going to a live open mic and broadcasting it as an E-Open Mic. Um, and then some of them will be actually having people over here to the studio. I think that this next month I'm going to try to have some guests in the studio. And I'm thinking about um, it, it'll either be this one or next one, I'm hoping, that that is going to be like an all-women all all cast. And, um, and I'm looking forward to that. And I'm excited to see... It, um, just who engages that, and um, I mean, I, I already have uh, people in mind who I think are, are going to be participating in, in terms of being here in the studio. But I'm excited to see too just how people engage that. Uh, who, you know, y'all that are watching, and hopefully there can be some good questions for them. And um, yeah, I'm excited. There's these, these are the people that I have in mind are some some talented uh, singers and songwriters. And um, and so I'm excited for that. So something to look forward to. Um, but I didn't do the the um, podcast last night either because it just got away from me. I just didn't have time to time to do it. Um, I had a full weekend um, and just it's good. Um, I'm busy. I, I'm working on mastering uh, Nathan Douglas's. Uh, I was going to say third album, but it's not the third. It's like the, it must be like the seventh or eighth at this point. And um, there's 30 songs for this one. Um, if you don't know Nathan Douglas, go check out his music uh, at NathanDouglasGo.com. He's a songwriter based out of Long Beach, California. Well, I think Seal Beach now, Seal Beach, California. And coincidentally, the uh, the album title is Seal Beach Postcard. So go check out his stuff. He writes tons and tons and tons of songs. And if you're a songwriter or an aspiring songwriter, definitely go check it out because even at, at a minimum, you will be inspired by um, how much he writes. And um, I think um, and that's something that anybody can learn from him and take away is to is is to put in the effort of of and 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 the diversity with which he writes um so anyway um i i'm gonna try to log in here so i can see comments what was this i think it's uh hopefully it's this all right, now I got to click on these crosswalks. Okay, I'm I'm a I'm a real person. Square, click on all squares with vehicles. And then they have vehicles that like border between, but wrong password or something. Oh no, <laughs> I uh, well this is 
lame. Okay, for, for whatever reason, so I've got this app that allows me to view comments consolidated, uh, and then now just now it just decided to not. Uh, it, it required me to input the password again. So now I get to do this. Um, restream. I believe it's this. So I'm gonna get through this real quick. All right, we're gonna crosswalks, but I put it, I am put it wrong. Okay, we're just gonna quit out of restream. Okay, here we go. I put noahgrove.om instead of .com. All right, so now we gotta do these crosswalks again. Crosswalk, crosswalk, that's a crosswalk, that's a crosswalk. Okay, I think that's it. All right, now bicycles, bicycle, 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 bicycle. I think that's it. Nope, there's one. All right, come on. All right, we're good. We're in. All right, so I played a bunch of gig this, gigs this weekend. And um, first of all, like, share, subscribe. Um, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, like this post, share this post. Um, I aim to put out useful content for anybody that's interested in music uh, from the perspective of listening to music or you're just interested in the performance side of things or any anything that's really related to music and music performance. Um, you know, I, I, I will talk about things beyond that as well, but um, I had a I had a full weekend and I wanted to talk about some of what I learned from the weekend, or just things that come up and different things that I think about as a performer. Um, I made a, a video when I was driving, uh, just recorded a, you know, recorded basically audio um, to try to track an idea. And um, I want to talk about that briefly here. One of the things, you know what, let's, let's start with a song. I wrote a new song. I gotta drink some water for it if I'm gonna do this. Hmm. Actually, maybe I don't want this to be too heady. I've gotta go to a gig pretty soon. Playing for Benson House. And then we've got open mic tonight. Mic club at Southern Roots Park Circle um, from 7.30 to 10.30. Um, so hope to see folks out for that um what do I want to talk about today all right well let's start with this in creating a new setup using this boss 505 that's over here that you can't see and it's all kind of it's got cables connected to it so it's gonna be kind of hard to pull it over here to, to look at it, but if you can look up Boss 505 if you want to see what it looks like. And that's caused me to have to rethink my pedal board. And it's really interesting how this different technology works together. Um, um, but just recently I was making the decision of, of going with two suitcase pedal boards versus one massive... <laughs> 
awkward to move around pedal board. And the reason being is that there are many gigs where I'm not going to want to take the Boss 505 setup to it, and I want to take something smaller. And so then it's a, a, a pretty significant inconvenience to lug around the giant pedal board that's going to have things on it that I won't use at, at some gigs. So, but I've ultimately concluded it, it's just going to make more sense to just organize it really well on the big board, clean up all the cabling, because that was one of the big issues. The board just didn't look very good. So clean up the cabling, get it really well organized, and, and go with the big board. And I think I've figured out how to arrange it. So everything fits on nicely and looks reasonable. And it just is going to be what it is that I have to carry this big thing around. And um, also another reason is it's pretty big at, at, at your feet, so it gets in the way in terms of the spacing, you know, getting a proper spacing. Okay, here's one thing that's that's um, interesting, and I wonder how many other performers are this way. But um, when I set up for a gig, one thing that's really important to me and I focus on is getting my mic stand positioned exactly the way I want it. I need to get that thing like in the, in the perfect position. And so I have like an older mic stand at this point, and it's pretty well worn in. But I like it, and I don't want to use a different one because. It just I just know how that mic stand works. I, I, I just have a good sense of, of its positioning and what to expect from it. And so I have become pretty attached to my mic stand. <laughs> I wonder how many other performers have that have that experience. Um, I, I, I don't spend like ages on it, but I spend a little bit of time just kind of moving it around and you know positioning the mic. And, and getting a sense of, you know, I know this probably looks really weird, but I want to get a sense of if I if I lean into the mic, how it's going to move, it, you know, and because your, your positioning, as you can tell right now, if I get right up into it, it's, it's different from, from out here. And so you have a, a very large effect or a lot of control in in, in, in just how you lean into a mic. And so the position of the mic stand really is very significant. Um, and so anyway, the pedal board's too big to the point that it gets in the way, and this is this this all has an effect. So you want you want things to be as streamlined and convenient and comfortable as they can so you move through your movements are very uh, sort of precise. You know, it it's something that maybe maybe a lot of people don't think about because you think more about playing the guitar. And you wouldn't think maybe the position of the mic stand has so much to do, as long as you can lean in and get, get to the mic. But every, every little way that you can make your movements more efficient or just easier, it just, it just helps. It takes less of your focus to those to trying to, uh, you know, straddle something that's not... Uh, positioned well or, or, or move in ways that are a little more difficult. You don't have to spend any of your energy or focus onto that, and you can just focus right onto what really your attention uh, should be going to. Um, so, on that subject, um, I was also thinking about things that are similar that, that maybe don't get thought about too much. Okay, so here's what I was talking about in the audio of my car audio recording when I was driving. Um, there are things 
that people how to how to put it i don't know how to get into this i forget how i got into it when i was driving all right let's start with this there was one there was one thing that happened this this weekend when i was playing a certain gig i was playing at i think the john's island the sea island farmers market and i i decided to get jump into a song called neon um the the, the song neon by john mayer for anybody that knows that song it's a song that I learned how to play maybe a couple years ago, and it was kind of a, a milestone for me or, or a, a, a bucket list, however you want to put it. Um, and I, I learned it for myself, but I'm really happy that I have it in my toolkit now because it's kind of the it, it's the one song that I have that I know the general audience member is going to view it as a difficult song to play. And it, and it is in its own way, but it's not crazy difficult, but it does take some time to learn. And um, when I jumped into, into Neon, I, I, do, I do so many times to try to... Uh, see, this is why I need to always talk... Of, I shouldn't record that. I should just post that audio that I recorded in, in the car because I've already gone through this in my head you know, I already spoke it all, and, and, and then when you go back through and you recycle it, it's just, it doesn't engage you the same way, and so then the, the expression of it is not as engaging the second time around. So I'll try, I'll try to just jump through this and get to the song, and then I, I got to get ready to go to this gig pretty, here pretty soon. So um, but basically, many times if I'm working with an audience that I think they need to be impressed by the technicality of something in order to be more engaged. Like I, I think sometimes you, you deal with audiences like that, that they're not really going to buy in until they see you do something that they think is difficult. And so it's good to have something in your toolkit that fulfills that. And I think Neon does that. And, um, and so many times, if even if, and, and even if it's, it doesn't need to be an audience that's just like, you know, really, really stingy or really grumpy, like, you, ah, he's not any, you know, until, until you do something that's like, that kind of blows their mind in terms of the, technic the technicality of it. Even many people, it just motivates them to listen more when they've seen something that they, f they don't necessarily understand how it can be done or they're impressed with the, with the difficulty of it or the technicality of it. So to have something in your, in your arsenal that can do that is really helpful in different situations. Sometimes it, it, that's not at all what you want to go to because it it's it's show it can be showboaty, and then or it can be taken that way, and then it works against you. But it's it's really nice to have. So I got the sense in this one moment where I thought, okay, I played a couple more like kid kind of songs, easy songs, sing along kind of songs, but the dad I think wanted to see me do something that actually was like. You know, okay, this guy puts some work in. <laughs> so I went into Neon, and like it was like on cue. He's like, oh, that's a difficult song. <laughs> and I, you know, I hear that chatter out there. And then, uh, so like, yes, I got him. <laughs> and then, um, uh, but then as soon as I'm getting into it, I'm realizing that my finger picking on today is a lot more difficult because the strings were really dry and my fingers were dry. I was outdoors. And the conditions of that day were such that the strings were causing my fingers to just really stick. 
and it was really hard to get the kind of control that I'm used to. And that's something that um, I think maybe many people don't know is how much the conditions of your environment have an effect on your ability to play, to sing or to perform an instrument on any particular day. The conditions of every day are different, every day. And so it's going to be different in terms of the texture of your instrument um, or in terms of the movements of your fingers or your, 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 this, the condition of your voice. All this is going to be different from day to day to day to day. And so there are days that are way more difficult to play than others. Um, and um, so when I'm jumping into Neon this time around, I, I hear him go, oh, that's a difficult song. You know, I'm, I'm all excited. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> this is going to be really hard today. And, and sure enough, I was not able to play it. Um, there, were, there were different moments where it, I just didn't get it. And the, the sad thing was that the night before, the conditions were really good. And so I had played it really well at a private event, um, but not where I had somebody just actively engaged like that. Um, so the point being, though, as a performer, you need to know how to play in all those different conditions. And so I played enough with that particular condition where you have dry strings and dry dry fingers, that you learn how to, to be able to still produce the sounds that you're trying to produce despite those conditions. And I got through it all right. And, it, and if I, that would have been my first time ever experiencing those conditions, it would have really been tough. Um, but, uh, you know, I still wasn't able to get, get what I really wanted, but um, it was good enough that, it was passable. So, um, but that, I think that's something really interesting to think about. You know, I think we're probably all pretty well aware that your voice can feel different from day to day to day. But I think sometimes people may not be as aware of how different it can actually feel to play your instrument. And then as a performer, the importance you can't you can't ever use that as an excuse. You can't be like, <laughs> like if I if the guy's like, oh, that's a difficult song. It's neon. He's playing neon, and then and then I'm like kind of botching it a little bit. I'm like. Hey, it's not my fault, man. The strings are dry. <laughs> the strings are kind of sticky. My hands are sticky. He's going to be like, okay, yeah, right, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nice. Uh, yeah, you know, and um, he, he would never take, there would be nothing I could really say to convey that. And there's no, there's no, nobody's going to accept any kind of excuse in that, in that um, situation. And so I think that's kind of a, a fundamental point of what I, of what I want to make is, there are many things that happen during the during a live performance, things that the musician may be focused on that other people have no idea of but can shape the impression that they have of that performance. So, for example, there are days where I just can't the what I have available to me vocally is way less than other days. And and, and here's what I, I think is, maybe it's a little gross, but I think it's an interesting one. When you're singing, many times you have, de- uh, on certain songs in particular, you have revise and enhance. I'm not sure what that means, but um, what up, Josh? <laughs> I don't know. If you care to explain more about what you mean, uh, yeah. The uh, 
there are days where when you're singing, the so, uh, certain songs in particular too, they cause you to salivate more. And it can become, the, the experience of singing can become this game largely where you're focused on trying to find opportunities to deal with the saliva that, that, that's uh, sort of pooling in your throat. And you're trying to find a space to do that that doesn't impact the delivery of the song. And, it's, and, and that could be a, a pretty significant challenge. And I don't know that most, I, I think probably 99.9% of people are completely unaware of, of that. And that's part of what you're trying to do is to, is to keep people unaware of that because you don't want, that's not part of the song. <laughs> part of the, the song has, there's no, there's no place in, in most songs that's about uh, the pooling of saliva. <laughs> so, you know, you, you got to try to deal with it. Um, but that can have an impact on the delivery of the song. And this past weekend, it had an impact on the delivery of my song uh, where I ended up making a very strange noise into the microphone. And I just kind of had to shrug and move past it. Um, but there, if anybody, if I was performing a set where you know you had a, a listening room, that would be a very unusual noise for people to listen to. Uh, and so, I just yeah, that's just something that that's interesting to think about. Sometimes when you are watching a musician perform, what they're actually experiencing internally, uh, you know, sometimes it's just even pushing through pain in your fingers or pushing through uh, muscle fatigue. And that could be a lot of the focus, whereas the, ex the actual experience on the other side of listening is this emotional experience or this connection to, to just the sound. So I just think that's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of neat as you get more and more familiar with your instrument in different conditions. And then you sort of, on any particular day, you're like, ah, okay, today's one of these days. The, the strings are going to be like this. So then uh, I, I play, I'll play like this. So... I'm going to um, play this song. <coughs> this is a new song that I wrote. Um, it's I'm, I'm temper tentatively calling it uh, Discover My Purpose. I hope you guys enjoy this song. I'm really excited about it. I've, I've had a great time playing it and maybe that's the last thing I'll say as part of this little short podcast um, live stream <clears throat> is it's been really exciting to play this song out live um, because I feel like it's fit in so well into multiple different environments that I've played it out in I just wrote it and I already feel really comfortable performing it and I played it at a wedding. I played it at a, at a uh, multiple private events at a farmer's market, and I just thought it cut through and sounded great in all these different environments. Um, you know, there are different songs that I play that um, I don't I don't feel like they work in different environments, and you kind of have to find the right moments for them. Um, and I felt like this one. I, I don't know. I'll keep playing it and, and pay attention to how I feel like it connects with people and how it sounds in different environments. But I'm really excited about it right now. So um, I will play this song and then I will sign off and go exercise, practice piano and study some Mandarin and then uh, go play 
at the Benton House and then uh, to Mike Club. I've been so lonely my adult life But no one understands me This churning inside There have been some that came along That it seemed like they knew That you can count the days I'm going to start it over real quick because uh, I forgot to switch to this. Hang on gonna do there we go here we go let's do this and i didn't like the way i started out there here we go i've been so lonely my adult life like no one understands me this churning inside there have been some that came along but it seemed like they knew you can count the days till that feeling is through. So I'm left lonely every time. But maybe that's exactly the reason why I have so much to give and I'm Why I need to live It's laying the foundation To discover my purpose Discover my purpose Now when I feel lonely I just look around
we are the only ones who can take away the loneliness and this is our purpose this is my purpose Hope you guys enjoyed this song and uh, hope you guys have a good day. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to post this on my podcast, The Red Circle, to be on Spotify and Amazon, all that. Feel free to check it out. And that's it. I'm going to get back to my day. Peace out, you guys.